Hello, friends, and welcome to another half-gen podcast. Brought to you Episode... by Thermostats. Perfectly Episode synced, eight. not off. Eight seconds in, y'all clapped. So. That's a joke you guys don't get. Yeah. But I Nat, want you Nat, to one day. Nat has been making this difficult for us today. <laughs> I have not been making it difficult. I've been making it interesting. Interesting is one word to describe it. <laughs> not the correct one, but is certainly a, a way. Um, I'm using the right microphone this week. It's a good day. So I wasn't here last just... week, so I don't know the kerfuffles that took place. I, th- I thought you were still at PAX. I, I actually didn't I even go told to PAX. Ross. I was like, he's at PAX. I did not go to PAX. If I was at PAX, I probably, PAX, I probably would have hit you up and been like, yo, I'm at PAX. Just, just swing by, and I'll come by. Record the podcast real quick. <laughs> yeah, go to Ross's house and uh, record the podcast real quick. Mm-hmm. You two can share his Logitech headset. <laughs> hey, I would have just brought my mic. Yo, this is uncomfortably close. <laughs> Ross, like at that point, don't I worry about had it. My like iPhone in front of my hand, clapped in front of my iPhone. So is oh this God. is this episode eight? Yes, seven. it is. Episode eight. Eight, eight seconds, eight? eight thermostats, all all the eights. Two turtle doves and a partridge <laughs> and a pear tree. Oh, all right, man. we've peaked. Podcast is done. Record time. We finished it in under two minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody have a great day. I'm Spoiler alert, no one's played any games. <laughs> no, I've there just played a lot of Overwatch and some Nier. Let's get into this. Chris. Oh, my tell God. Us, tell us about what you've been playing, buddy. Dude, just... Six stack Overwatch. It's the only way to play now because yeah. solo queue is for people who want to lose Elo rapidly. So you're not it's like if you up just like MLG six stacks to where no, because we it's like you can just communicate so much better as a six stack. So like mm. not every game you're going to win, but the games have been closer because here's the thing: the more randos you have, the more variability. Right. The more likely you are to have an insta lock Junkrat on attack. Or a Hanzo, at all, dude. I hate. I I don't play Overwatch anymore because I can't play my favorite character because everyone hates my favorite character and will yell at me. Who's your favorite? character? I thought your favorite character was Zarya. I mean, Zarya is a close second, but it's. I've always just enjoyed Hanzo's aesthetic. And you can I, play Hanzo. Not I mean, Hanzo. Zarya, dude. Zarya. Hanzo is really, really is a key strong. to like a good team. If like like, but no, a lot of people no, get no, mad no, because there's no, so many no, people no, that no, don't no, know no, how no, to no, play no. Hanzo. No, listen. Hanzo is the key in silver and under. Once you get to, like, gold, people don't play Hanzo unless they're trolling or just god tier. No, like, like peep, they're good Hanzos. Like, you could be competent. There like- are good Hanzos, but Hanzo is so, like... Hanzo is a very, like, particular pick. It's like a Bastion. You don't just insta-lock Bastion. You have to plan a team around Bastion. Hanzo. I don't, I don't think that's true. If if the rest of your team no. is good and can support you, I feel like you could play Hanzo. Because when I when I do play from rarely and I play, but that's the problem is Hanzo doesn't support a team. Hanzo, you don't like that sonar. Hanzo is, is fucking a parasitic relationship because Hanzo just wants to kill people, and the rest of the team needs to do everything around what Hanzo's doing because Hanzo's not communicating. Hanzo's just firing off arrows and hoping one of these is going to strike true. Yo, but the let me just thing fire is, you got not hold. But if your car- if the person you're playing with is good, they should be hitting. Like, there's no reason you shouldn't be getting kills with Hanzo. Guess who's golden? Because Hanzo should be picking people off and making it easier. Regardless, there are better picks. And I have full faith there in Ross are. that Thank Ross you. can so handle many that responsibility. Ross, if we're playing there. Overwatch, you could pick whoever you want. Listen, Thanks, buddy. listen. I'm trying to get to plat, okay? I'm not gonna get to plat with Hanzo's on my team. If you wanna play, if you wanna get to plat, go contact Christian. And he'll boost you. Are you, you plat? Quick. Are you plat? I, I stopped playing a long time. Yeah, ago, exactly. Actually. I could uh, be plat if I was still playing with Christian. Because all I do is just pick my crash. Reinhardt and just what? Just <laughs> shit on people. No, just Hanzo. Hanzo's not a team friendly pick. Like Hanzo, you can make it work. And we've had Hanzo, you know, games where dudes like, hey, can I go Hanzo? And we're like, yeah, okay, we we can make this work. But for the most part, like if you're, I'm talking strictly solo queue. If you have a Hanzo on your team and you're, you're, everybody's a solo player, you, unless that I mean, Hanzo in most cases, is you're particularly right. no. good, you, in most cases, you're right. Just got dragged down a little bit by that Hanzo because but you're talking to the person who picked, who picked what you call it, who picked 
a Symmetra before the patch. Like I would pick Symmetra before the patch and work people. And people would be Dude, like, we, why are you picking Symmetra? Stand the other. Have, but I'd have like the most kills on the team with we Symmetra. We have this guy who plays Symmetra attack on certain maps. Mm-hmm. I play Symmetra attack all the time. No, but he is like so good at it. Like I play Ana primarily. Mm-hmm. And I've just gotten to the point, like if we're playing with randos, I just boost him. And he's just like, oh yeah. And just runs into the enemy team and starts melting tanks with his laser. But that's, that's what Christian <laughs> and me does. Like we'll, I'll just set up traps like all over the place. So somebody will walk in and just get shit on. Yeah, but no, I'm talking in solo queue, Hanzo, Junkrat, not good picks because all those players want to do is say, Junkrat well, I'm, is one of the best. I'm, picks. I'm gold Elam. No, Junkrat is not one of the best picks. Yeah, He's one if of they the know most how to play. common picks. Dude, Junkrat is garbage damage. That's all he does is he just fires off and just bounces balls to try and do damage. He's not. He's not effective at just, like, chunking down people in a fight. In a straight-up fight, Junkrat usually loses. But that's not what Junkrat character is supposed to be. His character is supposed to be chipping damage on people. Yeah, so it on makes defense, them easier to kill. not on attack. Hey, man. You've been out of the game a little while. I'm going to bring you no, back into it, okay? I haven't. Junkrat and Hanzo... Are not good. Are not the kind of people you want to get matched with in solo queue, because all they're gonna do. Every junk rat in solo queue says the same thing. I'm gold damage. What the fuck is the team doing? I mean, this is this is me speaking objectively because I don't play either. I play junk rat sometimes, but I don't. I don't play. I don't play junk rat, and I don't play what's your name, and I don't play Hanzo, and I, like I don't play any of the characters that people like to shit on. So I don't care. I really just play Mercy and I play Reinhardt, really. Dude, listen. Like I don't shit on the characters play, just because of the characters. I shit I on the characters because of the people who play them. Because the people who play them just want medals. But I think that's, that's all unfair, they care about. Because like if you speak like if you like if you're playing with a good character, it can really change nat, the dynamic. Nat, nat, nat. And it's not unfair we're talking about this in the context nat, of Ross. Nat. And I think Ross is the best. Nat. I'm talking about this in the context of the only person here who's playing the game, and you're wrong. <laughs> Ross, you gonna let him talk about you like that, man? No, I'm used to it by now. I just Listen, no, I su- I have supported Ross mm-hmm. every time he's played Hanzo because every time he plays Hanzo, he gets gold elims. Damn, you know what? <laughs> I'm just gonna buy you guys both Crackdown two before before Ross is Ross wedding. hates Crackdown Crackdown two. I well, almost I'm... said Crackdown. <laughs> Crockpot two. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, that, that was the reference, you know. It's a spin off your friendship before. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. What are we doing with our lives? Uh, I don't know. I'm getting mad. I was trying to relate this before Nat started trying to tell me how to play Overwatch. Uh, no, I wasn't. I was just making good conversation um, for the podcast. I was trying listeners. to say, did you see the thing about the little girl who called a kid a Hanzo main in school and got written up? No, I did not. Uh, some kid took her pencil, so she called him a Hanzo main. And she got sent home with a note <laughs> saying that, I don't know what this means, but it was clearly meant to be an insult. <laughs> She's not wrong. <laughs> so that's that's the part of where the Hanzo joke comes in. If you play Overwatch, you'll get it. Wow. You guys are pretty dicks. <laughs> <laughs> So Overwatch 6 deck is what you've been doing. And yeah. Ross is over it. He's over it. Yeah, I think I am. Yeah. What else have you been playing? Uh, not as much near as I should be. I plan on playing a lot of that today. Me too. Uh, it Like, it depends. Because I need to go finish working on my new place. But I started playing near and then stopped. Every time I start trying to play, I move like six feet. And then have to go do something. That doesn't sound like fun. Yeah. I'm just happy place like I could put my PS4 in rest mode and just like turn it back on and keep playing from where I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I just got to this weird scene that I wrote about in um the day one with where a naked man comes out of another naked man. I did I did not know about that. I'm kind of mad you told me about it because I just I would have wanted to just experience that. It's okay. You will, and you won't see it coming, and it's fine. Between that and, and Neo, the guy pulling out the cat to tell the time, you've had a weird 2017 so far. Dude, 
Neo has a dude who tells time with a cat. That's kind of that's kind of like swag on another level, though. <laughs> like I hate using that word, but that's like the only word I could use to describe dude, like that. The guy, like dude pulls no, a cat out of his there's out of, no like, like inside bulge, of his. There's his, like no bulge in his vest or whatever. anything, and he just reaches in, and the cat comes out, and he's just like it's almost done. But it's not like and the cat walks the cat out on his away. arm. The cat like just leans back into his hand, like oh yeah, that's right, I showed you that. Yeah, and then he just like shoves it back in. It's like time for me to go. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like that so shit's good. crazy. It's, and uh, then yeah, and then sometimes. dude, Japan is on a roll right now. I just now. want to attain that level of like mystique where I could do shit like that. Where you <laughs> can just tell time with a cat. <laughs> just yeah. pull up I could just see Nat like unzip a backpack and just a cat. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, a backpack. Past six. I, like backpack <laughs> is like a kappa. I want to be able to just like open my shirt and like a cat leans out. And I'm like it's okay. He's like hmm. So, yes, it's dinner time. So how much time have you put it in here so far, Chris? Like four hours. Okay. You don't know how much time I put it in there? Four minutes. <laughs> like like 15 minutes. <laughs> See? You're talking trash before the podcast. I put more time into in than you. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, that's because uh, I spent more time playing Horizon. I finished Horizon last week. I finished so. Horizon last week too, but like, well, earlier this week, I guess, because I ended up playing until Sunday, because well, I really want to get that armor, the like, the yeah, I think that's armor. the next thing I'm gonna do. But relevant to um, before I turn it over to somebody else, uh, they just announced single player content for Horizon that they're gonna be making. They're oh, working nice. on a single player DLC, or mm-hmm. I should say, a story DLC. That's cool. Still waiting for the survival mode DLC I've been talking about, but I didn't know that they were making that. I mean, I wasn't here last week, but no, they just announced it this week. That's cool. Yeah, so I'm I really of, like I'm, Horizon. I'm really, I'm really hoping it revolves around Rost and why games he was I've, outcast. Games I've of games I played this year, Horizon is probably my game of the year. Mm-hmm. It seems like a pretty strong pick. Horizon's up there for me. I, Horizon, Horizon is there. Like there? Horizon is the only game up there right now. Um, you know what? It might be the same for me. Actually, it would nothing be that else or compares. Tales. Nothing, nothing else compares story wise or like gameplay wise. Like Horizon does everything so well. Like it plays really well. The story is really good, and what you call it, and the mechanics are like super satisfying. Mm-hmm. Only thing that's wonky about Horizon is like the lip sync. That's like yes. <laughs> but after seeing after seeing uh Mass Effect like gameplay, yeah. I don't actually feel that bad about it. Yeah. Also, yeah, I, I'm not watching also, anything about that. Horizon has some crazy eyes sometimes. <laughs> when yeah. Chris and I recorded a video to put up on YouTube for it, and dude's eyes were freaking out. Yeah. That's pretty good. Ross, did you watch that video I linked to you where somebody got yeah, the other think- Thunderjaw glitch? If no. you think Horizon is bad, go oh. go watch some some Mass Effect stuff. No, it's I'm like not. how how'd you go backwards? Like how is it worse than Mass I Effect heard, One? I heard the animations are actually worse than Mass Effect Three, yeah. but um, it's worse well, than Mass Effect Ross, One. Almost looks identical to Mass Effect One. Ross. Yes. Um. Someone. So some the guy some guy was doing um uh battles between the machines, mm. and they had like a sawtooth fighting a thunderjaw. And the sawtooth was about to die, and the Thunderjaw just starts shaking his head over it, and he's like, "No, don't get up, don't get up." <laughs> oh, it's so. <laughs> and he's good. just shaking his head. I'm so glad that was the very first thing that happened when we made that video. Guys, we... you really need to watch that video. Oh. It's on the YouTube if you haven't seen it yet, because in the first like five-ish minutes, we get a glitch I never saw before, and it's the best. It's the best glitch I've seen in a while. Yeah, it you is know, the best glitches, glitch of 2017. Glitches in that game are really fun because they're they're like so far in between aside from like lip sync and shit. Like, but no, glitches but nah, with like monsters, nah, they're, listen, they're like shot, funny. I shot an arrow at the Thunderjaw and mm-hmm. I had like taken control of it. I overrode it and I didn't know what to do because he didn't have anything to fight. And I was trying to like antagonize it to draw it mm-hmm. over and do it again and i shot it and it turned and looked at me and it just got in this weird animation where it's just shaking his head back and forth like he's saying no mm-hmm. like please stop indefinitely and <laughs> Don't just walked me. over and was like and it are you okay stop. 
It just and I'm like, me. I'm like, are you okay, Thunder Bro? <laughs> oh. You know, it's he's funny. just like, no, I'm not. <clears throat> not funny, but like, I beat the game without getting like the like final level bow, like with the con- with the corruption bow and whatever. I'll yeah, don't you get that from the that. hunters and stuff, from the hunting grounds and stuff? No, you or could whatever? buy, you could buy it, but I never did any of the hunting ground stuff because they look like a pain in the ass. To oh, because I got like the I got all purple stuff by the time I finished the game. I have all purple but stuff I, too. I, I just have don't have corruption. Like so, like you know how you you're like sharp caster. Unless you're bow? talking about the war bow, because I never bought that. You know how you have the sharp caster bow? I think there's like the other one, like the shadow carger sharp caster bow, and that one can corrupt monsters, like corrupt machines, and it has like another effect. Like, are you sure that's not a war bow? It might. The be. war I, bows I are the ones with the like elemental ammo and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I never got that it. one. I, I only got the sharpshooter one, and I got the regular like Karja bow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And then I had um, I had the the high level sling, and then I had the, I had like the machine gun thing. I bought the high level sling late. I'd never bought the machine gun thing, but I, I got I the did. elemental one so I could like freeze dudes because freeze is the best. I showed Ross freezing enemies just like makes them so brittle. It's great. I like if I play through again, I might get the machine gun thing because everyone talks about it. I never bought it, but it's I, cool. might, I like it. I might like you know what I you know what I like is the trip the trip caster. That thing is so great. I stopped using that once no, I that got thing the is, um that thing once is I got great. the sling. I use that. The sling that. is the sling is trash compared to the trip caster because the trip caster has like such a high level of tripping like like making monsters fall. Yeah, and I, no, have, like, I, I get that, but, like, I would rather be able to move against some of those high-level... Because, mm-hmm. like, the trip caster's only good if you know they're going to walk through it. And sometimes the AI is, like, really stupid where they don't notice it's there, but they still accidentally run around it, and then you can't... Then it's no, worthless. Like, not even that. Like, it's it's great for setting up traps, and that's what I always did was set up traps. So, like, I would... Like, especially, like, you know, in the mountain forge thingies... Like, where you're about to fight, like, a Thunderjaw, like, the freaking whatever. I would set up a bunch of them around and then activate the thing so Thunderjaw just comes out into a fucking shit ton of them. just freeze lob, like, four times and then just shoot the, the, the arrows that chunk parts off. And then the Thunderjaw dies. Nah, man. I would get up in their face and punch them. Kill Thunderjaw in, like, two seconds. Thunderjaws ain't got shit. Actually, they do. Thunderjaws are scary and intimidating. Now what I do to fight Thunderjaw is I, I use the the thing that takes off parts. I just take off their fucking launchers. Now we mouth. need to let Ross talk because he can't talk about anything we're talking about. No, yeah. it's it's good. We're talking about what we've been playing. That's fine. I'm gonna be talking about something that neither of you have played, so you know, whatever. We we've good. been talking for eighteen minutes and Ross is just like I'm all alone. Yo, I'm Damn. just I'm just chilling. <laughs> I'm just no, we talked to Nat defended me as Hanzo. We we're chilling, man. Listen, <laughs> listen. No. I've always Tell the people, you know it damn well. I've always supported you as Hanzo. This podcast is otherwise. No, I don't like <laughs> Hanzos in solo queue. Ross was never in solo queue as a Hanzo. He was always this in is my be, party. This is going to be a hot take. This is like, I don't like black people, but now nah, you're okay. What? <laughs> That's what it sounds like you're saying for Hanzos. I, dude! <laughs> That's totally different! <laughs> I'm just joking, obviously. Chris is a fan of the blacks. This is the worst <laughs> podcast. So Horizon yet. Zero Dawn seems like early game so of the year to contenders for you, So episode four too. just went up, uh, just moved up one spot from the bottom. <laughs> this oh, is the worst. It's so funny. <laughs> so have you been playing anything else besides Horizon Net or just mostly Horizon? A Horizon and uh, what you call it. Horizon and Nier for 15 minutes, I guess, if you count that. I've also been playing Zelda. One of my coworkers at at his at my job has Zelda, and we've, I've been playing that, just messing around in that. That's pretty cool. Nice, nice. Nat's also trying to take race relationships back to the 50s. I mean, if it's, it's, it's not there already, you know, I'm just trying to solidify it. <laughs> Halfgen.com, you can get most biting social commentary on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Home we got, of all your video game needs and social commentary. We got video games, we got social commentary, and we got thermostats. We got everything. Oh, man. Oh, man. The wall just got what 10 feet taller. We've got politically charged jokes. What else is there, guys? I don't know. Has Ross beaten Titanfall 2 yet? 
damn. There I mean, I haven't beaten Titanfall 2. I haven't even bought Titanfall 2, so... There we go. 35 bucks new at GameStop, I saw. Apparently, they're, like, announcing more stuff in the coming months. Like, mm-hmm. specifically no on, like, play. the 24th. And I'm just hoping that they're not gonna go back to multiplayer only, because, like, that campaign was so good. Oh, yeah. It'll be multiplayer only. And guess who's not gonna buy it? Not. This guy. <laughs> Literally, because I don't like Titanfall's multiplayer. <laughs> Literally, everyone. No, but that's the thing is, everybody bought the first it. one because they're fucking stupid. And I said it's stupid because it's all multiplayer and you're gonna get bored. No, but no. And I'm and like, then, yeah, no, because Evolve is really good, right? <laughs> and then Overwatch was the exception. <laughs> well, yeah, because Overwatch is actually like full of life and not a gritty black and or, uh, not black and white. Oh, jeez, like, uh, and we're coming back to it. See, I just, I, I just, trying to I just gray foresaw brown, the future, guys. But I was almost said like black and gray, and I was like, that's not right. Damn. Naima just called me gray. <laughs> I can't. I can't this do it. The last. I can't do it anymore. I can't. Oh, what's happening? Where, where am I? What am I doing? Uh, that was funny. I broke nightmare again two times in one day. <laughs> You guys didn't hear it. I rage quit the podcast. Uh, we heard it. <laughs> you so, heard it. Is it my turn or people still going? I don't know. I don't know uh, if this is becoming a race thing. I'm lost. Yeah. We was already there, so I had to get all the jokes out one time. Uh, but yeah, I was playing Zelda at my job, and yeah, I'd been messing with guardians, doing stupid shit, mm-hmm. yeah. like reflecting bows back at them and shit, which is savage as fuck. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Like that game is super satisfying. I can't wait to get it so I can play it on my own. I really hope I like that game. You like Dark Souls? I don't see why you wouldn't. It's like Zelda. Dark I don't Souls. understand where that comparison's coming from. No, I mean like it's the same level of like running into wild monsters, like not wild, but like wild enemies, and like. Have you played Dark the... Souls? Yes, I played Dark Souls. <laughs> I'm not saying it's in direct comparison. But what I'm saying is, like, if you like the way Dark Souls plays and, like, the way you have to think to get around monsters in different ways, like, that's, it captures that feel. Hold on. Zelda, the new Zelda. Hold on. Ross, do you support this? Um, there are some similarities. A lot of times it's early on to where a lot of enemies will just kill you in one hit. And the beginning of the game can be kind of tough. Um, I found that the difficulty went away relatively quickly. Um, but you do, you can encounter kind of in the wild, these like mini bosses that just come out of nowhere and can, can wreck your life. But there's a lot more to it in terms of like, there's elemental stuff in play and their whole chemistry engine in play. So, but if you were trying to get me to play this game, would Dark Souls be the first game you would compare it to? Let's see. Um, what would I compare it to? Hey man, I'm just telling you for me playing it for like 30 minutes. Yeah, man, but you're setting the wrong expectations for me because I like Dark Souls. And mm-hmm. if I played Zelda and it's not like Dark Souls, I'm going to come find you. I mean, you're not. Like, I, I would say... <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I, I would say maybe like the first like hour or two has kind of can be Dark Souls difficult. And, like, the combat is similar in a way to where a lot of it is locking on and strafing around an enemy. And, like, you can parry and stuff like that. Um, so, it does have some similarities. I mean, I was just saying, from my first 30 minutes of playing, I really got a dark, like, I really got that feel from it. Like, I don't know, I just haven't heard anybody compare it to Dark Souls. I've, I've heard a few people compare it, but... I don't know if it would be my go-to, but that's going to be most of what I talk about once once it's time. I mean, it is time because that—that's all I played. Okay, well, and yeah, I left please, that for last please, to segue into you. Please don't don't give Nat any more opportunities to turn this into a race war. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's already been no. So I'm gonna put Zelda on the shelf for a second and get a couple of the other things out of the way first. Um. So I've been playing more fast RMX for Switch. A lot of fun, kind of bare bones. Is that I, worth buying? Uh, I would say yes. I would okay. say it's definitely worth buying. So that was um, one of the games I was looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, I played more Snipperclips. 
Um, that game is probably the other kind of quintessential game to pick up for the Switch launch, along with Zelda. Um, tried out the four-player stuff last night. It was a lot of fun. The two-player stuff is a lot of fun. You can play the game single-player, but um, it's not the way the game's really meant to be played. The game looks really fun. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, for Mostly for science, I bought World of Goo on Switch mm-hmm. to see how it would work. And... Um, so you use the Joy-Con like a Wiimote to like point and stuff. So when you start up the game, it'll say, place the Joy-Con on a flat surface. You do it, and then you hit one of the buttons, and it centers your icon on the, your cursor on the screen, and then it acts like a Wiimote. It uses the gyroscope. It doesn't use any IR. It just uses the gyroscope, so it's not as precise and can like over time lose kind of where the center of the screen is but you can always just recenter it whenever you want um but i found it actually works surprisingly well um and then yeah zelda one thing i have not told you all about zelda is that i beat the game this morning word you're the first person i've heard say they beat the game yeah so i beat the game and on my switch it says it doesn't give me an exact hour count but it says you have played this game for 35 hours or more, so that's about how long it took me to beat the game. And man, man, that game—that is—I don't—I don't even know what to say. I really don't. There's so many, like people talking hyperbole about it, and it has the most perfect scores or whatever in the history of games or whatever it is. But like, I feel like it's difficult. It'll be difficult for people who play this game to go play kind of more traditional Western open world games that we've been getting for like the past five years. Because there's just a a sense of like freedom in the game to where when I played Assassin's Creed 2, or if I played, um, or if I played Saints Row, like I would, or even one of the Ubisoft games, uh, which would be Assassin's Creed, I would go to a tower. I would say, yo, I made it here, I get a nice pan of the area around me, and then everything I could do would show up on the map, and I would go from one to the next to the next. And it was neat. Over time, though, that has worn thin for me, to where I'm not really, I'm not discovering anything. I'm just checking things off of the map. Um, With Zelda... I felt like I was a kid again playing video games. There was this sense of kind of wonder and kind of mystery around everything in that game. Because when you get to the top of the tower, it shows, it reveals that section of the map, but it just reveals like the topographical part. So you can zoom in and see like, oh, there's this mountain range or here's a lake over here, but it doesn't mark anything on the map. When you're on top of the tower, you're the one who has to look out, see if there are any shrines, which are like mini dungeons, if there are any towers or points of interest, and you just go. And you go, and you find it, and it's just this cycle that keeps going. Um, yeah, from my 30 minutes of playing, like, the Assassin's Creed, like, comparison is perfect, because when you do an Assassin's Creed, it's just, like, shows you all the stuff you can do. Zelda shows you everything you can do, but not, like, in your face. It's just like, hey, you can see everything from here. If you see something in the distance, you can get down from this tower and go walk there and do it. It's not going to, like, block you off from doing it. Anything you can see, you can go to and fuck with or do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Which and is, like, like, crazy. In other open world games where everything is kind of on the map, I just feel like... I don't feel... I feel obligated to do everything that shows up. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes I get overwhelmed and I drop those games because it's just too much. With this game, I just... I do exactly what I want to do. If there's a there's a shrine, I go to it. If I can't, if I get stuck on it, I walk away from it and move on to the next thing. And I mean, you can do anything you want in the game. I've I just watched a speed run after I beat the game this morning of someone beating the game in under an hour, like 50 minutes. Like you can from the starting area, go straight to the end boss and fight him and win. Um, yeah, I, just... I hear it's really hard, but you could do it if you want to. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. You have to know what you're doing to do it, and I'm nowhere near good enough to do that. But, um, but yeah, so 35 hours in, um, I've, I'm going to go back to the game and do more of the side quests. And don't don't sell yourself short. 35 hours plus. Yeah, 35 hours exactly. 35 hours plus. 
Um, if there's anything that Zelda has done, it has improved my bow aim so I can be even more of a pro Hanzo. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, like, finish it in Zelda, go to Horizon, you go back to Overwatch and just be, like, ultimate MLG pro. See, there we go. There we go. But, um, but yeah, Zelda... And, like, over the years, I don't know if it's been something similar. I'm going to bring football into this for a second. So, as a Chiefs fan, we haven't had a whole lot of success in especially the past. Like, we've gotten to the playoffs a couple times. We've had some good seasons. But, um, but it's always the Patriots. And now I'm in Boston. I'm surrounded by it. The Patriots have done so well for the past, like, 15, 16 years that... I, I get jealous and I get envious that my team can't do that. And that's kind of me and Nintendo for a long time. Cause I didn't grow up as a Nintendo kid. And every time a new mainline Mario comes out or a new Zelda comes out, it gets amazing scores. And I'm like, I just don't really like those. Like I want to like those games, but it's just like, I don't. And I feel like I'm missing out. And this is the first game Nintendo game to where I'm like, you get it. I, I like I get that Nintendo magic, whatever that is. Like I, I get mm -hmm. what it is. It's just incredibly well crafted and well polished, and you can see that thought went into every little piece of that game. There's so much hidden stuff. There's so many things that you can find around the world. So many NPCs to talk to. So many shops. I barely even did, I barely even um went into the kind of like horse system where you can um, find horses and they all have different stats that's the that's what i was doing when i was playing for a little time was messing yeah. with horses so yeah. i got my friend's horse killed and then he like went and did something like get it like revived and stuff which is like really crazy yeah yeah and there's just like there's so many secrets and like stuff like that like the thing you're talking about is something that's completely hidden in the game that a lot of people won't find but it's there Mm -hmm. And so you're really rewarded for exploration. Um, the only I just wish. Yeah, go ahead. I I just want to interject for a moment. Yeah. I just wish Nintendo would take all the passion and everything that went into this game mm -hmm. and make a fucking Metroid game, please. Dude, the most requested because, game. dude, that and Fire Emblem are like if you want to talk about games that you could get into, I, and I I guess also Advance Wars technically. But mm. Fire Emblem, make a new Advance Wars too while you're at it. Fire Emblem and well, Metroid. I, well, I mean, they've been putting out new Fire Emblems. Yeah, they they're continuing. I know, to but I'm saying like, I, and I'm enjoying the Fire Emblems, but I'm saying a new Metroid game. Yeah, I mean, everyone. I was just saying like I Fire Emblem, like... Fire Emblem, and Metroid were the games I got behind with Nintendo. Like, mm. I didn't like the Zeldas and the Mario's, but I got into specifically. Like, Metroid Prime's fun, but at times, like, especially when I was a kid, it could be a little overwhelming. Mm -hmm. um, I'm talking 2D Metroid. My favorite, one of my favorite games of all time is Metroid Fusion for the GBA. I love that game mm -hmm. so much. That is, in my eyes, like, the best Game Boy Advance game. And I'm a diehard Fire Emblem fan, and I'm a diehard Advance Wars fan. But Fusion is the game. That game blew my mind so many times. I loved the remake of the first game, Zero Mission. I want, like, specifically, I want a new 2D Metroid. And I want passion behind it. Like, they put into Breath of the Wild. And mm -hmm. I want them to come back and be like, no, we're going to make this game, and this game is going to be the best one. Well, like... That's the, what I want. The problem with that, and I've had this conversation with Raymond, because Raymond's a big Nintendo head, but, like, the problem with that is... is if they're making a new Metroid, they want it to sell in this market. And it, to be honest, it's not going to be a 2D game. The Switch is perfect for the 2D game. It is, listen, but if listen, they do listen, make it, no, listen, it's not going to be as full force put behind it as no. Breath of the Wild. That's the problem. If they're going to put, like, they put all their eggs in one basket with with Zelda coming out. Like, they delayed listen. it for so long. The The one thing with this Zelda game that's, like, uncompared to any game out right now is, like, the level of polish on this game exactly. is insane. But that's what I'm saying. Dude, I'm saying, like, you put, like, a 3D, 2D, make, like, not 2.5D, but I'm saying, like, you don't need to do sprites. You can make it 3D, almost like a shadow complex kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know, where it's, like, clearly 3D, but it's, like, 
you get that Metroid flair. So you can have like a detailed model of Samus and everything, but you just got to have that right perspective. And like you can make it and it'll appeal to, you know, the hardcore fans who are looking for something, you know, maybe a little less cartoony. Not that Zelda is, you know, cartoony or anything, but you know what I mean. You know, something that's maybe a little grit, has a little more grit to it, if you will. Like that can be, that's Metroid. Has I a little agree more with grit, you. and people like me will jump on that. I agree you with know? you, but the problem is, like, I want a game like that too. But the problem is, that's not the major audience. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, like no, the major no, no, audience, no, 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 no. they want that's Metroid, not like, the audience that they're trying to appeal to right you, now. Yeah. But that's the last step for the audience that they want because they they talk about the Switch and they want the Switch to appeal to everyone. How do you do that? You make games that appeal to everyone. Zelda, step one. Mario, step two. Metroid, step three. Metroid has wider appeal than Fire Emblem, in my opinion, because Fire Emblem is intimidating because it's a strategy game, and most people don't want strategy games. Metroid is appealing because it can be combat-heavy, and there's, like, exploration, there's secrets... People like Metroid for the same reason people like Zelda is because there's something going on. There's a mystery and there's like this, there's an obvious situation going on in every Metroid game where it's like, we need to figure out there is this core thing where something is wrong. We need to fix it. Just like in Zelda, that thing we need to fix happens to be Ganon. But in Metroid, what's always been good about Metroid is you don't really know what it is. Sometimes it's Mother Bring. Sometimes it's something else, but it's always something. And then when you think it's that one thing, can I spoil Metroid Fusion real quick? Oh, you can. Yeah, sure. I don't want to take too much from your uh, thing, Ross. Remember yeah, your point that you were yeah, making. Yeah. Put a put a pin in it. Like the end of Metroid, Fu- the coolest thing they did in Metroid Fusion. I don't know if any of you guys played it. Was it was actually Metroid Fusion in terms of the like timeline is actually the latest game in the series. It takes place after Super Metroid and everything, because, like, all the Prime games take place, like, in this weird, like, before kind of scenario. And I think Corruption might have taken place later, too. I don't remember. But at the time of its release, it was the furthest along in the timeline. So Samus beat the, you know, Mother Brain and everything, but her suit, she landed on this other planet, and this parasite infected her suit. And what happened was the parasite took over her suit. So while you're playing the game, all of a sudden, you could hear this creepy music. And you hear these the thud of these footsteps. And, like, you could be below it. And above you is just Samus's power armor walking around looking for you, trying to get you. And it's, like, this creepy music. You just hear, dun, 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 walking around. And it'll stop and it'll look around. Dun, dun, dun done shoot out a wall and walk through and it's crazy and then like there are times where it finds you and it starts playing this crazy music and you're running because you can't fight it and like you're running you're running and it's like i'm gonna get you and you oh my god it was so intense and like at the end like you fight it and you end up beating the armor and you get that's how you get like her armor that's how you get her like ice beam and everything and then you have to fight a super powered metroid and it almost kills you. And then the, the, the Samus copy comes and saves you. He tries to fight it. He gets killed. So he joins with you and you kill the Metroid and you like just, and there's a timer going on this whole time. And like, you're watching all this stuff and it's like, oh my God. And it was so cool. And that was like such a great game. And I'm like, and then they just forgot about it. And I'm like, it's so cool how they did all that. It was this big scary guy, and you think you know what's going on, and then something else is going on, and there's this Metroid lab where they're making all these new Metroids, and that's what the Parasite's trying to do, is kill all the Metroids. And, God, it was the coolest game! It made backtracking fun, like, because you go back to different zones, and all of a sudden they're trashed because something weird's going on, and, like, everywhere you go, there's just this mystery that needs to be solved, and it was the best, and why won't they do it again? Because, for whatever reason, Metroid is, like, one of their flagship franchises that doesn't sell well. 
That's why it doesn't sell well, and they like I feel like the creators have such a passion for it that if they put it out, they want to put their best foot forward with it, but they don't want they like they don't want to settle for putting out something. They want to make it. They I feel like they want to make Metroid appeal to everyone, but they like. But they the don't want to just put out any random game. You know what I mean? I get mean? that, but you know what the problem is? Is they're putting out all these bastardized, you know, versions of Metroid. Like, you know, Federation Fer- Force. And they're attaching the Metroid Prime name to it. And they're just diluting it. So all they're doing right now is by trying to appeal to everyone without actually appealing to anyone. They're just ruining the franchise. So, like, I can't tell more if they're really trying and they just don't know what they're doing or if they just want people to hate the series so they'll stop asking for it. Because they tried to ruin it with Other M. They try, they're try. they trying to ruin it with Federation Force. And they just won't make a proper Metroid game since Corruption. And, like, just Metroid is... You can do so much with this game. Whether it's Prime or whether it's 2D... There is so much, and I guarantee you, like, games now are so much different than they were back then on, like, the GameCube. Like, you know, people are buying lots of games. You know, games are coming out, and when a big-name game comes out, it sells a lot of copies. Metroid is a strong enough name, and the Switch is early enough. I mean, I heard Zelda had an 89% attach rate. I mean, yeah, not, not too surprising. Still crazy to the number that high, but yes. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like you put Nintendo's game on it and you show real passion and you say, look, this is a project that like, you know, when you put it up there and say like, we we put like work into this, like this is this is a project like, you know, Breath of the Wild that we have a lot of passion around and we're really committed to making this the best game. People will listen to them because they just earned so much credit on the Switch with Breath of the Wild as being, like, one of the best games ever. People are going to listen. And if Nintendo tells them this is the best Metroid game we've ever made, people will believe them. That's what I'm saying. And they can capitalize on that. Because they already said they're making a Fire Emblem game, so I need one anyway. And I'm not talking about Fire Emblem Heroes. They already said they're making one. Um, But, like... They're making a Fire Emblem game for the Switch? They're making a proper Fire Emblem game for the Switch. It's supposed to be out next year. Mm-hmm. Then, we, then we got. I um, need to get a Switch before then. Then we got a new yeah. Donk City coming out holiday this year. Which dude, I'm I'll excited. tell you what though, I I don't think I'll ever like Mario, and I don't think I ever want to try. Yep, I. Like I, Mario is that franchise that I just I I zero interest. You don't want to play period. Mario O six. Period. Dude, I don't want to play Mario anything. I just don't like Mario. I like. For us, did you get my? Reference I like there? Mario as a character. Yeah, I um, I, somebody got my reference. But uh, but yeah, I played like Mario. Sonic like, joke. I played mm-hmm. Mario sixty four back in the day, and I couldn't get into it. And then I played on the remake on, or not the remake, but like the port on DS when it came out. And I fell in love with it, but not enough. I part of it is that I don't like two D platformers. They're just not my thing. Um. So and I played some Sunshine, but I didn't like Sunshine. And not a whole lot of people like Sunshine. Which one was the one Allie beat? Allie beat Super Paper Mario. Oh, okay. Which was an RPG. I actually really like yeah. Sunshine. I don't know why people don't like it. I didn't know that that was a thing that people didn't like Sunshine. Yeah. That's like the, the Luigi's Mansion of Mario games. Yeah. Luigi's Mansion is really good, too. I it's, really like Luigi's Mansion. It's just like, it's sandwiched in between Mario 64 and Galaxy, which were mm-hmm. so wildly popular. People didn't like the, the flood, the water jetpack, and that kind of stuff. But, um... But yeah, so Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Anyone has any questions about it? Take be it back. Happy to answer. No, you it. you were gonna make a point before. I have you were gonna say something. Zero I idea. You. I told you to pin it. Point. I had you already told forgotten that by the time like you told minutes. me to put it to pin it. You... I'm sorry. But so yeah, that that's my time with Metroid. I so. I don't I don't want to ask any questions because I want to play the game. I just want a goddamn Metroid game. I've been asking mm-hmm. for years and they won't listen. Hey man. You, you know, know what they should do for the Switch is they should remaster the Prime Collection. That would be a good plan. Yeah, I mean, they released them all on the Wii with, like, up-res graphics. And, I mean, the, the rumor is that when their proper paid online service launches in the fall, there's going to be a GameCube Virtual Console. So, if that happens, that'd be great. I just, wanted, I just want more Kirby games. 
dude, they make a lot of Kirby games. You got yeah. 3DS, they've been making Kirby games, mm-hmm. like, once a year. No, I love Kirby, though. Uh, I, pl- I played I played Triple Deluxe on 3DS. I thought it was fine, but, like, I'm not, hey, Ross, not a big Kirby guy. Do you I think... want, like, Kirby Air Ride again. That was my game as a kid. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Do you think they're more likely to make a new Smash game or port the one from Wii U? Oh, they're going to port the one for Wii U. Those games That's take, like, six or seven years to make. Uh, yeah, they're going to port it, and um, I think they're going to have everything unlocked from the beginning besides, like, maybe, like, the costume stuff that you could do, put on your <clears throat> Mii fighters. But, like, yeah, they're going to port it. Um, maybe add a couple more characters to give people a reason to buy it on the Switch. If they already have it, but oh, I'm gonna play Cloud Bayonetta all day. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I need them to make another Bayonetta game too, by the way, because Nintendo has no right to be publishing Bayonetta, and it disappoints me because I feel like they're scared. They're too scared to do anything with it. Yeah. Uh But Bayonetta two was oh my god, that was the best game Platinum's ever made, Bayonetta and they made 3. the first Bayonetta and Vanquish, and those were two of the best games. Ever. Bayonetta and 3 man. will not happen. I know, because Nintendo's think, too scared. You don't think uh, what you call it is up there, near? I mean, I've only played 15 minutes, but did I hear you people play like Bay- it a lot. Did you play Bayonetta 2? Only a little bit. Oh my god. It, I have it for so Wii U, good. but I never played my Wii U. Dude, Bayonetta 2 is just superb. That game is unbelievably good. I think it's better than the first one. I think a lot of people think that. The second game is just so good. Oh my god. Like, oh my god. Like, if that game... I would buy those games again if they came out. Like, if Nintendo let them take it. And, like, they were just like, we're gonna make it for PS4 and Xbox One. I would buy it again. And just be Mm -hmm. like, yes. I don't care. I'm gonna play these games. Because then Bayonetta 1 would actually run properly, and Bayonetta 2 actually ran way better on the Wii U than Bayonetta 1 did. Mm-hmm. And Bayonetta 2 is just like, that is a game that if you like action games, everybody should play that. Because that is one of the best action games you can play in the history of action games. Fucking love that game. So much. So yeah, Zelda. It's, it's good. It, Nintendo. It, it's now, good. I, now I don't like Nintendo again. Because they're not making games I want. <laughs> if, oh man, if there, I know Zane wants to play Crystal Chronicles. If there's another game I would love to play with that link cable, uh, Zelda Four Swords Adventures is actually a lot of fun with four people. And I didn't mm-hmm. even like Zelda back then. It was fun to just run around. You get Zelda Four Swords on like 3DS actually, and not play with like link cable. I think they give that game out for free. I, me and all my friends had it for free. Yeah, I remember getting that. Oh well, it's definitely worth playing at some point because it's a lot of fun because that fame trip to pax where i scared my friends that's what we were playing oh nice, oh, nice. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. man you know what though like i i i know zane is really hype about it i watched him and tony playing crystal chronicles and that game does not look fun oh man it's so much fun <laughs> i'm excited to play it again whenever i do okay cool you guys can play it because i'm gonna watch again okay I don't wanna... man <laughs> i don't even know what that is actually it, it was a a Game Boy Advance Link game for the GameCube that was a lot of fun. It's just four of you like running around and com- combining spells and together to make new spells and just like it's kind of. Oh, I do crawling. know what this is actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, so I yeah. played this, but I never know you could play multiplayer. Oh, dude, that's yeah. There was a single player, and then there was a multiplayer. But the multiplayer required every player to have a Game Boy Advance and a link cable. Mm-hmm. And the See, link I cable played board. this for something. I think my PSP or something. Mm-hmm. Man, I, can't I remember. remember I, played I, this can't remember I, I might have played was. it for 3DS. They probably had a new one for 3DS that I played. No, they there was a second Crystal Chronicles game that I think was on 3DS that was. Not nearly as well received. I think it was on DS actually, not 3DS. But yeah, I definitely yeah. played this. But I, I, I can't remember what game had it. But there was a game. It might have been Mario Kart Double Dash or something. But it had bonus content for the first Fire Emblem game on the GBA. Mm-hmm. And I want to find that again, that bonus disc, and get that link cable. Cause man, that broke the first Fire Emblem. Cause like my favorite character was just this one random axe dude. And I gave all the stat boosting items to him, and I just made him into a juggernaut, and just, like, he killed everything. 
he was just a one-man wrecking crew for like the majority of the game and it was great and mm-hmm. i want to do that again someday yeah i love when bonus content breaks old games <laughs> um yeah. so yeah there'll be a final say up for zelda this week and um i'm not sure not sure if the let's talk about will be out this week but by next week at the latest so yeah if you should you should play that game and from what i've heard um i just want to get a switch at retail so i can play it because i'm not spending 400 dollars for a fucking switch yeah true should have bought the one with the red and blue controllers nope because then I have to spend eighty dollars on fucking Joy Cons and then return them. That's mad work. Oh god damn it! I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> Just so much. Oh man. Uh. Yeah. No, no, nothing about what you did is acceptable. <laughs> no, because I would have to buy two games and I only would have played one, and then I would have to buy Joy Cons as well. I'm not made of money, man. No, no, no. You could have just bought the console. But since I finished Zelda, um, that opens me up to maybe getting back to Gravity Rush 2. Yeah. How was Gravity Rush 2? Uh, I put like an hour into it, and it seems fine. It seems good. It seems like more Gravity Rush, which I, I thoroughly enjoyed on the Vita. I played through the whole thing. I need um, to beat Gravity Rush 1. I'm, like, pretty far in Gravity Rush 1. Yeah. Like, I, I got through that village where, like, the kids were, like, in that, like, dark dimension or whatever it was. Yeah, mm. I think I got to about there. I fought a big boss there and then, mm. like, stopped playing. Me too. Yeah, like, if... You know why? Because my Vita broke, and I'd start playing it on my Vita TV, which I bought, and I never uh, just ever want to play that. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't want to play my Vita anymore because they don't make games for it. Yeah, but... Yeah, I mean, I mean if, TV's like thirty bucks. If someone if someone had asked me about picking up a game for the Vita, I know that Gravity Rush has the remaster on PS4. But if someone was like, "Nope, don't have a PS4, only have a Vita," which would be the only person in the world who would ever say that, um, I would say if you had to pick between Gravity Rush and Uncharted: Golden Abyss, I'd pick Gravity Rush every time. I liked it way more yeah, than Golden I, Abyss. I never I never got very far in Golden Abyss. Golden Abyss was long. That game was way too. I beat the game. That's probably the longest Uncharted game. It's way too long. It's bloated. Really? Yeah. It's. It took Apparently, forever. you could get skeleton horses in Zelda. I didn't know that. Yeah, I me mean, either. See, there's tons of stuff you can is ride that, on. Is that a Minecraft joke? No, like you could actually get, like get skeleton. No, but horses. I mean, you know, you could get skeleton horses in like Minecraft. And stuff. I know. I well, the reason I told you is because that's what we kept doing. Remember? Yeah. Like that kept, one uh, world, we, we just kept getting, getting the them. Yeah. Yeah, and we got like eight of them. I've been thinking about going back to that. Setting up a server for a month again. Mm. I'll, I'll play again, but I just want to make sure I'm done moving before I yeah. commit. But yeah, so if you guys don't have any questions about Zelda or or anything, I, that's all I have played. So. I really hope Mass Effect is good. <laughs> I really do too, but every time they put something out, I get more concerned. That's why I don't watch that shit. Stop watching it. I'm not watching anything until I the game is in my hands. I don't want to watch it, but everybody runs up to me and shows me it. Well, then well, tell like, them no. I don't want to see it. It's not hard. Be a responsible adult. No means no. Well, like I see it on my Facebook timeline while scrolling. and, I'm, and like, Yeah, I've seen scroll it past it. <laughs> that like walking animation is terrible. Dude. Like terrible. It's and, insane. And, and the the lip sync animation, it, it does look like it's ripped straight out of Mass Effect 1 t- from 10 years ago. I can't wait to play the game. It looks worse than 1. That's the problem. Like I don't care because if the single player sucks, as long as the multiplayer is good, it doesn't matter. Because that's all I'll play anyway. Because that's all I did in Mass Effect 3. See, the problem is... They cut out the multiplayer. They said fuck it. They wanted to focus more on the single player. Did they really? Yeah. No, man. he's being sarcastic. Because oh, I'm being I... serious. I I never I've never played the multiplayer for Mass Effect. Yeah, I played it in three. I didn't like it. Um, oh, I love. I know, I know a lot of people so loved it, but I, I thought it was just a like a boring kind of horde mode type thing. But you never played with us. Yeah, it's true. So I'm actually pretty we much over horde mode because so. we were like we were like kind of serious, kind of not about it. 
Also, I didn't like the gameplay in Mass Effect enough to dive into multiplayer. I've ne- I never liked the the gameplay that much. Um, so that was another big thing. Oh man, but, I always just played Vanguard and just biotic charged everything. Well, I mean, I was OG Vanguard for Mass Effect one, two, and three. So believe me, I know. I know. But that was actually what made me after playing Vanguard multiplayer. That's what made me go back and play the three games over as a Vanguard. Yeah, it's the best class. I I agree. Because so. I played soldier all the way through Because I was like I want all the guns And then by the end I just wanted assault rifles yes. So that's why I played The soldier because I wanted the assault rifles See yeah if there's anything in Mass Effect But then Effect they, games... fixed, they fixed the shotguns in Mass Effect 3 So that's why And kind of in Mass Effect 2 So that's why I was like okay shotguns don't suck anymore I'll, get, I'll make do in one And then go from there Yeah it's just like I don't think the game, the gunplay in the Mass Effect games is particularly good. I think the biotic powers are more interesting in combat. Like, I want to have access to some guns, which is why I was the Vanguard and had the shotgun and the pistol. But, like, I just really think the gunplay is not very good. So I agree. Um, so, yeah. And then, oh, God, Persona 5 is coming out next month. Why can't any That's amazing games come out and be short? Why are all of these Dude, games so long? 2017 oh, is like the most time-consuming year of games. And yo, because all the games are good and they're long. long. Like Horizon is so long, especially if you want to do everything. Bro, I had to like I I said it like in one of my like days with. It's like you need to decide: Do I want to do side stuff or do I want to do story? And mm-hmm. then you just have to say, that's all I'm doing. If you're doing side stuff, you're only doing side stuff. If you're doing story, you're only doing story. It's one or the other, not both. You know what? I'm actually like, if her, if Mass Effect is bad, that actually is good. Because that means I could just clear my schedule of it when <laughs> Persona comes out. So I don't have to complete Mass Effect. Dude, Persona games are so, so long. Oh, uh, I put. I know because I played Tokyo Mirage Sessions last year and put seventy-seven hours into it. Yeah, I think it took me eighty-five hours to beat Persona Three, and I didn't even play Four because I'd watched the endurance run on Giant Bomb years and years ago, and I was like, I Persona Four, I have probably a hundred and fifty hours in, especially because I, I had it on Ross, my Vita. Ross was telling me he's like, I was telling him how long I'd been playing. Uh, Tokyo Mirage and he was like you want to know how long it takes to beat I was like yeah he's like you can beat the story in 26 hours I'm like I'm at 56 <laughs> I'm not even close <laughs> you know what you know what's crazy like was the worst mistake I made of playing through Persona 4 from my Vita mm. was putting it on hard mode when I get the new Persona fuck that I might put it on easy to be honest just so I could beat it in a timely fashion. Dude, yeah, but like that's that's I think that's reasonable to say. Like there have been a couple games where I've thought about it. I'm like maybe I should just play it on easy so I can finish it. The problem with Persona 4 is you couldn't switch the difficulty after you choose it. Yeah, no, I I I don't play games on hard first playthrough since I wanted the platinum in Red Faction Armageddon. Mhm. Cuz you had to beat it on hard, so I said I'm only playing this game once. No, um, but like I I that had, was a mistake. I had I played Persona 4 when I was a kid on PS2, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna play it on hard mode. I really like. It can't be that crazy, oh yes, it can. Yeah. Yes, it can. Yeah, but yeah, this game like I've I've really just beaten two games this year, and they've both taken me about 35 hours. Actually, 35 hours each. For both of them. How many games have I beaten this year? Hold on. I and it's like it. I'm gonna beat Snipperclip soon, and that's 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 a, a far shorter game. But like between Yakuza and Zelda, I think they both each took me twenty. You plan on playing hours. Horizon, right? That's yeah, I do at yeah, some point. Just I'm, add like thirty-five hours to your time on that. Yeah, because I'm yeah, basically. I'm definitely beating that before the end of the, probably the summer. I'll play it maybe. Um, but like, God, there's no short games that are coming out and it's I'd, I'd put horizon up on your playlist because horizon's so good i really yeah. recommend that i know um i let him play it a little bit and share play yeah it's it's gonna be interesting um, for me to go back to it after playing zelda and everything i was talking about how you kind of just find everything yourself and everything's kind of minimal and go back to kind of a more traditional open world game it'll be interesting listen 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 like i can tell you with certainty like it marks a lot of stuff but it's not there. It's going to mark a lot of stuff on your map, but it's not all just stuff to do. What's good about it is it marks 
where specific machines are. So, like, it tells you, like, this is a zone where you can find Striders. This is a zone where you might find Thunderjaws. So, it's like, if you need to find, like, you know, if you need a mount, you can pull up your map and be like, oh, there's a bunch of Longhorns over here. I can go and, uh, you or know, better, get one of them to if you're trying to build, like, pieces, or, like, yeah. like, inventory expansions, you need, like, a Thunderjaw heart. It tells you where you could go find Thunderjaws or, exactly. like, crab walkers or bullshit. Yeah, so, like, it, it's not giving you as much information as you think, like, as far as there's a million things to do. It's just giving you the information, like, if you need this, it's here. Yeah. And the marks on the map are very vague. Like, so, like, they, like it'll mark, like, you can buy maps to, like, mark where, like, these, like, metal flowers are and stuff. And they don't tell you exactly where they are. They tell you the area they are in, and you still have to go and, like, find it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, stuff like what you were just talking about, like, it'll tell you where specific machines are. So if you need a mount, you know where to go. Like, that was one thing I liked in Zelda to where it didn't mark where horses were. If you saw horses and you wanted to use a horse, good for you. Go get it. But if not, just like... I mean, also, there's no map on the screen. So if you don't want to look at the map, you never have to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, Horizon won't be an issue. I'm just saying, like, like, having played it, like... It, it's it shouldn't be an issue. Mm-hmm. I also, like it really, really good. shouldn't. I I also just want to give some, give me some breathing space in between open world games. Like yeah, maybe take a breather because yeah. I don't want you to go into Horizon and just compare it to Zelda because then you're just gonna kind of be a snob and not finish it. <laughs> now, like and I'm, that's Ze- not you. Zelda, that's not but... you. But I'm just saying like I, if you go from a game like Zelda to a game like Horizon, they are so different. And I don't mm. like. Yeah, they're very. I feel different. like you because I've done that where I've gone into a game and I've been kind of snobby about it, and I'm like, ah, well, this isn't this isn't like this game or this isn't like this game, and then all of a sudden you're not enjoying it like you should be. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm saying. It's not you specifically, but just in general, like it's not worth like you know going in. And Horizon being, does like, something really it. good. Where at the beginning of the game, they make the game feel really small, and then like after a point, they just unleash the whole game on you, and then you're like, "Whoa, this shit is way bigger than I expected." Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I actually think the world's a little smaller than they make it out to be, but I think it's good. I compare it to like an infamous situation where it's just big enough. Well, like, they don't, like, a good plus is there's not, like, a lot of dead space. Like, every place in the map is filled with stuff. I like, you know what I mean? dead space. Why? I don't, like, Just, all the no, space is you, utilized. Hold on, think about it. Oh, dead space, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I wish there was I almost space. like it because it's so corny. Yeah. Ross doesn't like it at all. I don't like anything <laughs> about you. Damn. <laughs> First he thought I personally called him a snob, then I made a bad pun. You know what I meant, right? Yeah, man, you you think you think I'm a snob? I get it. I get it. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm just making sure we yeah. understand we're on the same page. Yeah. There you go. So. so. Okay. Well, guys, we're well over an hour. We could still talk about stuff if you want to, or we could wrap it up. I don't like when we do that. We shouldn't do that. Let's end these naturally. I, I get where you're coming from, but sometimes you need to just wrap it up. <laughs> no, the only reason Christ. I say that is because we're kind of like should, extending listen, the conversation. You should always wrap it up. Anything. Wrap it before you tap it. Damn. This has been the Half Gen Podcast, episode 8. <laughs> yep, there's our natural <laughs> Because it's like, let's not force the ending, and then you say, "Listen, the, listen, the joke all right." To force the no, ending. listen, because Nat had his thing at the beginning. I'm ending it. <laughs> no, you know what? Nat I tried realized... to end it early. I'm ending it now. No, you know what happened is every time we've done the podcast, well, I've been on podcast three times now, and then the first time. Nightmare. You was the first person to say, let's wrap it up. And then the second time, Ross was the person to say, let's wrap it up. So I'm like, maybe it's my turn to say, let's wrap it up. So I thought I might interject. Might get no, my the shine, the get only my time I will ever say, let's wrap it up, is when I know we're approaching the danger zone. Hmm. That's the only time. But I mean, like, if you want to talk about something, I can still talk. No, we should. We should end this because we're approaching the danger zone. Damn. Highway to the danger zone. Because uh, now we should we're just get, end we're it because you're getting point. too many puns in. It's not really a... Is that a pun? 
And that has been episode eight of the official Half Time Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Chris and Nat. Hey, guys. Really appreciate you guys listening, taking your time out of your day to enjoy us talk about video games yeah. and thermostats. I, I still don't know where this relates or where this falls in relation to episode four. Maybe just above it. Now, this, this, this episode is really good. Um, I enjoy it. I, I mean, we talked about what we were playing. I talked mm-hmm. a little bit about Zelda, and then we talked a lot about Metroid. And for everybody we didn't talk that Chris. much about Metroid. No, nah, we talked a long time about Metroid. Yeah, we did. It's Objectively, all, all we did not. The time for you must have passed really quick because you're just getting so much off your chest. It's been like <laughs> pent up for so long. But yeah, we talked about Metroid for like maybe 25 minutes. Absolutely not. Okay, 20 minutes. Regardless. No, regardless. <laughs> Talked about, yeah. That's probably close to 20. I'm going to check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to check. I'm going to put it... I'm going to put it in, in the description how long we talked about Metroid. Um, this is the podcast. Everyone's mean. Goodbye. No, no one's mean. <laughs>